Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I hope everybody's having a good start to their week. I wanted to talk real quick about the the format of this podcast. It's a little bit different than in the past. Uh, I edited the audio, so we kind of bounced around a little bit because we talk about a, a few different things. But I wanted to start out talking about how Craig ended up truck camping full-time when he went to the World Series in Chicago a couple years ago when the Cubs were playing. We were camping on Mount Antero. And I think we were we were in a card game or something like that, and and the uh, by halfway through the Cubs, you know, it was announced that they won the um, I don't know if they're a National League or American League. I actually don't follow baseball, but anyway, they 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 won their you know playoff series that they were in to be able to go to the world to the World Series. And Craig Craig like looks at me and he's like, "Dude, I I think I'm gonna go stealth camp in Wrigleyville for for the World Series." And I was like, "You have to go do that." And so. We, he talks about that a little bit here. And then uh, we also we started out talking about being out on public lands and kind of kind of some bullshit that we run into with other people that live this way. They, they start out and, and like they'll, they'll be out there and they're like, oh, I love nature and everything's great, but they don't pick up their trash. You know, they have a tendency to trash the areas. Maybe, maybe uh, I, I, you know, some, some people sit there and, and they stay in the same spot for too long. Like you're supposed to move every two weeks. I move more frequent than that just because I – I have a tendency to get bored of the same spots, but I'll see people that set up and they'll be in the same spot for three, four, five, six weeks, you know, a couple months at a time. And that's just unacceptable. So it's like, if you're going to live like this, you know, please make sure that you cover all the bases and be responsible on all fronts, not just on a few fronts. Oh, and one more thing. If you want to check out Craig's website where he actually talks about um, his Wrigleyville camping and, and has some pictures on it, then go to colemanroadjournal.com. And click on his blog, and then it's under his truck build, which uh, we're going to cover that in the next episode. He has a new truck build that he did for his Tacoma. But if you go to Coleman uh, uh, ColemanRoadJournal.com and just click on blog, then you'll see the the section where it, it talks about his uh, truck camping setup. And then if you scroll down just a little bit on that page, you'll you'll see the the pictures of him him hanging out in front of. Wrigleyville and or Wrigley Stadium and then like he's like parked in front of this like super posh looking condo community and <laughs> he's just camping inside of it going to the games so I, I got a lot of respect for that stealth camp and it's something that I've I've not I've not tackled yet so all right here's the podcast thanks you were talking about uh, BV and how it wasn't it's not necessarily a bigger town or anything but that popular that population creep that the creep that's coming from Denver exploding in size and you know, honestly, the whole front range from Wyoming all the way down to Pueblo, which is probably a 200-mile stretch, if not more, is just booming. And I've I've felt like, you know, I started I started going to Buena Vista when I in 1998 when I moved to Colorado. There's no one there. I could go up in four mile. Yeah, you wouldn't see anybody all weekend. And if you did, it was like probably somebody that's out there like you are that's really familiar with the area. But now you, you know you go into those areas and it's and it's really you can tell you can tell there's a big difference. And so. Um, I've noticed it driving up 285, especially from like Slida going up into Leadville, you know, that whole stretch and passing BV, it's just like car, 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 car. Whereas, whereas it wasn't even like that two years ago. And I think, I I think that's, I think, you know, I can't speak for you, but I can definitely speak for myself. That's, that's really encouraged me to, to make these changes that I'm making going forward. Like I'm going to be in Hinsdale County, you know, for the foreseeable future after I get my back issues squared away. And no one goes through there. It's one of the most remote. It's actually considered the most remote county in the lower 48. And I'm excited for that because it's like, you know, I, I didn't I didn't embrace this lifestyle to be inundated with people. I did it to be out in nature and drive my inspiration from that. And I felt as though 
uh, Buena Vista, and, and it has tons of great qualities, but I felt as though it was it was making a, a change. It was turning. It was kind of that tipping point. And once you get past that tipping point, you know, it's like, okay, just the madness begins. And I didn't want to be in another, like, Summit County area. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you, and, and I, I've experienced the same observation. I've been, I've been seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it is interesting because I, I originally was scouting out this area to like, I'm like, wow, I really like the Arkansas river. I like the collegiates. Um, I like four mile, you know, there's open space here as well. Like I could, you know, if I'm going to my, my long-term vision is to have a bigger parcel of land. I was thinking about this area as the place to find that, that bigger parcel of land. But even in the last, you know, two, three, four years, that population creep is coming in and, you know, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because so these areas, they're, they're beautiful. And like, that's great for those weekend warriors Mm -hmm. of the front range that want to get out here and experience it. It's great. Yeah. But that's, that's not what I want. Like I want something different and it's not that I'm, I'm not like a sociopath. Like I like being around people, but I, I don't, I don't. Hey, I still love it. Hey, hey, Craig. I I'm, once again the internet here in Kansas. I mean, I guess the hamster's getting tired on the old, uh, you know, energy machine over there, the energy wheel. But it, it cut out there for about 10, 10 seconds. And you were saying that you know you 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 uh, although the that's a great place for the weekend folks to come and hang out. It's like you didn't want that, and I, and I I can I can totally see where you're coming from, but. But, uh, you know, we'll go, go ahead with that thought again. I apologize. Yeah, no, it's all good. I, um, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta adjust on the fly, right? Right. That's what uh, truck camping is all about. But I, <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that it, it's, it's great that the weekend warriors that want to be weekend warriors coming from the front range, they get to explore Buena Vista yeah. and there's probably upside for Buena Vista and Salida in their general economy here. But my personal preference is to be living in an area that is not um, – I, I do like the tourist artsy vibe, mm-hmm. um, but I don't, I don't like a lot of population growth. I'm not a sociopath. I like to be around people, but I don't want to be in an exploding environment. So yeah. you look at – you know, all across the country, you've got places like Asheville, North Carolina, that's exploded, yeah. and it's got a different vibe. You look at Boulder, Colorado, again, over the last like several decades, it's turned into something different. And I'm I'm really like at the at my longer term vision outlook as to where where I at least want a parcel of land. I I really don't want to have the risk of that kind of population growth. So. Yeah. BV is great, um, but it, it, it's got it's got a growth. It's 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 on the growth curve. Yeah. Well, what what I what I looked at with BV and, and other areas that are that are with I, I I look at it as like a two hour bubble or like a two hour kind of radius around the front range of all those cities. So it's like you know uh, Buena Vista, Leadville, Salida, um, some other places like. Steamboat Springs is a little bit, a little bit far away, but you know, definitely like Estes Park or those, those areas. 
they they have their own local vibe, but then on the weekend that changes because of the influx of people. And you know, I used to be one of those people. I come from the Front Range every weekend, or or when I had my sign business when we ran service on the weekend, I come during the week. But it was like I my my long term vision for living like this was to be in an area that is that that doesn't change as far as the the weekend to the weekday. It's like I kind of want it to be the same, and. Yeah, and and, uh, and so that does require being in a more remote area that's harder to reach. And I realized that in doing so, I probably won't have a lot of people come see me. Which, you know, of course, I, I want to see my friends, and that's a downside. So I'll, I'm, I'll need, need to make more of an effort to go see them. But I also feel like that's going to be give me the the truest shot to live the way that I envisioned when I first thought about living like this and being on the road full time, and then. You know, the the first year or two that I was on the road, I just I just traveled full time and just ran around all over the place and had a ball. But then I, I started realizing I'm like, you know, I kinda wouldn't mind, you know, getting more familiar with an area. And as I became more and more um entrenched in Buena Vista, I realized that there were qualities that it wasn't that that wasn't what I was looking for. And so when the opportunity came up for Hinsdale County and, and to get down to Lake City, I was like, Yep, that's that's where I want to go. And then I and then I don't know if I told you, but I, I talked with the wilderness society and said, Hey, you know, you've got those two wilderness studies down there that are going on, and one of them used to be an active volcano, which I think is extremely interesting. And then, uh, yeah, that's one of the volcanoes that was really influential in, in uh, forming the San Juan Mountain Range. And then they've got four wilderness areas right outside of town as, or right outside of the area of Lake City as well because Hinsdale County is 96% public land. And I thought, what a great opportunity to go down there and learn about those environments and also – uh, help the wilderness society with anything they may need and then see if I could help bridge the gap between some of the other groups that are there, like some of the four by four groups and mountain bike groups and just get everybody talking on the same page for the betterment of the public lands. Nice, man. Yeah. I, I, I do remember you mentioning those wilderness areas, but that's, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. And it certainly is, um, it's in harmony with your, your, your prior work as well, where you, you just have an act for, um, making inroads, uh, excuse the pun, to, <laughs> you know, being able to have conversations with the National Forest Service, the Wilderness Society, and what have you. That's, yeah, that's, and I uh, and I enjoy great. working. I enjoy working those with those people. I found them to be genuine and really wanting to help out. Oh, yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people get a, a bad uh, perception in their mind. They they hear some secondhand information or even thirdhand or fourthhand. You know how that how inaccurate that stuff can be about this group or that group. And I've, I've come to know people in all different groups and they're all the same. They just like to do different things, you know, for the most part. I mean, they mo- they all want to keep areas clean and, and they want to keep the, the trails looking good and they don't want, they don't want places to get screwed up. And that was one thing that I, I, I saw frustrated that I became frustrated with in central Colorado was just the amount of trash on the trails and all that stuff. And I thought, you know, this needs to change and I, I can't I can't build a wall around these areas and just keep people out. It's public land for everyone. So, you know, I want to go somewhere else to where I can be more of an impact uh, on a broader basis as opposed to just picking up trash on like the champion mill trail. You know? Yeah. I don't want to be a backcountry yeah. maid. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I but at the, oh this is actually a funny funny little anecdote. You'll love this, Brian. You you've robbed off on me. So I think that that's phenomenal about you. And I've, I've, I've always admired your, you being willing and actually being eager to get your hands dirty to improve the areas around you. So you've got your trash cleanup, you've got your trail maintenance stuff that I've looked at. And I'm like, like fucking A, like Brian is a great dude. I need to follow example. So here's my little anecdote. Mm-hmm. So I... <laughs> 
so there's no trash pickup, obviously, out at the area in in Gunnison that that I'm at, and trash has been accumulating in the house, and and I didn't. I, I was like, how do I get rid of this stuff? There's no dumpster. Like I've been in other areas where there's like a a centralized dumpster, uh-huh. you know, that people out in the remote can can put their stuff, and there wasn't any around. So you know, I, I had a conversation with with um, with the owner. And um, I'm like, how do you get rid of your trash? He's like, oh, well, you know, it's you're probably going to have to burn it. You know, we'll throw the the food over on the side. And I'm like, well, you know, like, you know, there's mountain lion shit around here. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, have my dog get picked up. And and so I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll just, like, the you know, the dump is down the road. I'm just going to take – I'm going to take my trash to the dump, you know. Like, like Brian does that. I'm going to take my trash to the dump. <laughs> nice. So get, no, like, get this. So I, I go to the dump. I've got, I've got a huge thing of freaking trash in the back of my truck, and that's where my bed is, right? You know, like, it's kind of gross, but that's just – that's how you roll, right? Like, if you're going to do the right thing, you got to yeah. pack out what you pack in. So I, I roll up to the little booth at the uh the gunnison landfill and she's like the least amount of money that we charge is 12 bucks and like i'm i'm a little bit of a penny pitch and you just kind of learn to be that way when you're doing what we do and Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm like i'm not gonna fucking pay 12 bucks for fucking throwing out one bag of trash yeah go fuck yourself. Like, and I'm not saying that because like, she was actually a really, really nice woman. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm, my hands are tied. That's the minimally charged. I'm like, well, what are my other options? She's like, well, you don't want to like throw it into a dumpster in town or like, you know, cause Oh, you'll get in a lot of trouble for that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to figure it out. So I head into town. I'm like driving through the alleys. I'm seeing all these dumpsters. I'm like, I could just totally get away with it. Couldn't I? <laughs> But I was like, what would Brian do? <laughs> I'm like, Brian would do the right thing. So he, I'm like 100 miles outside of Gunnison. I still have this fucking trash. I know that I can go to the Netherlands dump. And it's probably going to cost me like four bucks to drop this off. But I just want to let you know, Brian, that you rubbed off on me. <laughs> and rather than finding some way of just like offloading this trash, you have inspired me to do the right thing nice. and carry a bunch of trash where my bed is back there. And I'm going to, I'm going to put it into the landfill and do the right thing. Dude, right on, man. Good on you, man. That, I love it. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things now, like now I've got no excuse because mm-hmm. I've got, you know, Brian, the trash man that has shown me the way. And, uh, <laughs> Well, I, and, I can't do I can't do the wrong thing anymore. Yeah, you know, and that, I think that's an important thing to to maybe touch on real quick is that the people that live live life like this, like I've seen some people be really irresponsible and they're like, oh, it's cool, we'll just kind of just do what we want, and you know, they'll go and they'll they'll, they'll inconvenience businesses by by doing illegal dumping, or or even worse, they'll leave their trash in the backcountry and they'll be they'll just drive off. And I'm like, you know, if you're gonna live this way, fucking go the extra length and or go the extra mile and be responsible in all facets. Don't just be out here for good times and think like, oh, it's cool. You know, somebody else like Brian will come along and pick up the trash because you know, people are good and, and I don't have to be responsible. No, if you're going to live like this, you need to be, you need to be accountable on all fronts. And I think that's important for the, you know, whether it's the overlanding crowd or the van life crowd or, or even just somebody who's taking a three month road trip, you know, uh, do the right thing and, and make sure you dispose of your trash properly and, and don't be an annoyance to nature. Hey, hey man. I mean, I, I mean, it's, 
I got to admit it's a pain in the ass it is. right now, but I, it, it, but it, it is like, I, I, I want to actually be the proper role model. So if, if more people are going to be getting into a more nomadic way of rolling around, and I don't, I don't think it's the number is going to be that great. You know, people still enjoy nesting and all that shit. Yeah. But you know, those who are shifting into it, like do it, do it the right way. Don't give us all a bad name Yeah. by being, being a real dirt bag. Like if you don't want to shower for six days, like God bless you. I don't want to shower for six days either, but fucking pack out your fucking trash. Yeah. And move every yeah. two weeks. I see so many people and I, it bugs the shit out of me. Uh, I, you know, these people on public lands that set up and they're, and they're like, they're like, Oh, it's cool. I've been here for three weeks. I'm like, well, it's clear that it's two weeks. So like, why do you think that you're above it? You know, I, I don't understand that about people that, that do what we do. That that really is a pet peeve of mine. I hell, I have some friends that do that, and it bugs the shit out of me. And they're like, well, it's kind of a bitch to move. I'm like, well, then fucking don't do this. Like, go do something else right. that, to where you're not, you're not being a, a blight on public lands. Because I can tell you uh, unequivocally that every single land use manager that I work with or land use agency or forest ranger or whatever gets pissed about that stuff. And they think, like, how come people just can't follow the rules and, like, go the extra length and just – you know, move every two weeks and pack out their trash. Is that is that too much to ask to live essentially, you know, free on public land to where you bounce around? And it's not like I, I go back and forth because it's like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm out here on public land. I need to go pay for a campground for a couple of days and I'll do that, you know, and I may, even, I may only stay there for one night and then I'll leave. But it's like I want to give back financially to the public lands too. And I see people that just rape the land and it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and I – it's it's also like getting back to how you build your truck out uh-huh. like i i the the minimalist way that you and i go through this like it allows us to easily move from one location to another yep. right whereas if you're just collecting shit and you're like looking like Sanford and son rolling in and out of public lands like that's bullshit like get creative yeah. get crafty and yeah. you know like if you want to make fun of the stuff or criticize the stuff that i've done on my post like go ahead and, and criticize it like i'm, I'm not going to take offense to it but i'm also encouraging people to like learn from like like i've you and i have spent a lot of time refining how to build the backs of our trucks out in a way that allows us to have a good time when we're back there but it also allows us to leave a relatively light footprint. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love that stuff, you know, yeah. like I can pack up in no time and I can roll across the state. I can roll across the whole region and I'm, I'm nimble as all fuck. Like I even put in that post, I didn't write up the whole thing, but like I can roll into Chicago Wrigleyville and I can set up for the night, right, and sleep in the back of my truck, and no one's going to know the difference. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you did that during during the the World Series is is awesome, dude. I I mean, that's like I'm never going to forget that. Like you and I were camping, camping, yeah, in the Browns Creek area, yeah. and and you know we got word over the you know the internet wire, and like fucking the Cubs won, and. They're going to the fucking the, the big show, the, yeah. the World Series, first time in forever. And I remember that so clear. I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I should go. Yeah, I remember and you saying like, that. I was like, dude, yeah. you totally should. That sounds incredible. And then you stealth camped so, outside of Wrigley Field. That's or in Wrigleyville. That's amazing. 
dude, it was, it, it, it's still like, it's just one of those events in your mind that, you know, sticks with you uh-huh. for your whole life. Then, and again, pickup truck camping, you know, like it allowed me to do it. And, you know, they, like, I think that there's, there's a lot of people that build out pimp rigs and they, they've got these big showy things and whatnot. And like, that's awesome. Like you probably kick ass in ways that I can't kick ass. But the fact of the matter is, is I like strategically developed my own build to allow me to do both backcountry and boondocking. So yeah. I can go to Wrigleyville during the world series and not have to fucking pay $7,000 for one hotel night <laughs> and still have a great fucking time. So that, that was I was fucking bald. Dude, I, I still I, I still tell people about that. I'll be like, dude, I got this friend Craig, and he went to when the Cubs were in the World Series. He went and, to Wrigleyville and tr- and truck camped on the street and was just hanging out with the whole crowd and just partying and having a great time. And no one knew he was in his truck. I was like that. Was, I was like that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's and that's what this lifestyle affords, right? And it was funny because I. I, I did. I'll, I'll tell on myself. I did call my sister. So I got in there before she did, uh-huh. but I called my sister out on the East coast. And I'm like, dude, where am I going right now? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to fucking Wrigleyville right now. <laughs> she's like, Holy shit. I'm getting on a plane. I'm following you. So I did it for a couple nights. I, I freaking boondocked in Wrigleyville, but then she flew in and she got an Airbnb. So uh-huh. I'll tell on myself, it wasn't the whole time that i i stayed in my truck but nevertheless i stayed a couple nights and that's the way that i like to pimp out my ride so definitely go check out my post see how i did that yeah and you have you have Uh, pictures too of you in wrigleyville like like hanging out hanging out in front of uh wrigley stadium and and uh and then your truck on the street and it totally looks inconspicuous it doesn't i mean it just looks like a truck parked there with the topper on it It doesn't look like exactly you know, like exactly. It, like if I were to go there and set up my truck, it, people would be like, "All right, dude's inside there," because the way my slide out extension is, which is the total disadvantage of having the short bed. But like yours, man, I mean, I, I would just, I would love, I would love to be in that situation and have like people have like people outside like talking or whatever, and then I just like get out of the back and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" You know, <laughs> like, what's this dude doing? <laughs> so, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally, I'm I'm him. So that's just yeah, that's just cool. And I, you know, I've had people ask me too. Like, I've had people hit me up on my YouTube channel and stuff, and be like, you know, hey, what's your experience stealth camp? And I'm like, I don't have any, because because I I can't I I am I stick out like a sore thumb when I set up. Uh, so I'll you know I'll, I want to direct those people to you and and you can share your knowledge with of stealth camping because I think that's huge you know there's a lot of people too that want to truck camp and say they have to go to the city and work and and I've seen it on you know like the truck camping group that we're a part of with Ryan Shears and the Dust and Dirt Bag everything like like yeah. uh, people on there will be like hey I've got a job and I got to go to Lander Wyoming for or you know wherever for the next four days and i and i need to work in town like how do i do it to where people don't know i'm in my truck camping you know in the city because that's frowned upon a lot of cities have ordinances against that but it's like you know if if, going back to us talking about leave no trace and and being inconspicuous like the biggest advice i can give people is like when you when you live like this don't draw attention to yourself be clean have your vehicle cleaned up and like don't trash the area around you and you'll be fine absolutely yeah and i I, I've had some fun times. I've I've done. I, I it seems like I do a lot more crisscrossing in the country than than you do. Uh-huh. And uh, you know neither one is better than the other. But I I, I have self camped 
down in the Florida Keys. Oh, wow. And that's, that's known as a really tough area to do it. And I'm able to do it because I, I am low-key in how I behave, but I'm also low-key in how I set up my truck. Yep. And, you know, I also, you know, I, I just, um, that's definitely a, uh, a, a key uh, goal of mine in how I set my truck up is I, I want to be able to do backcountry, but I also want to boondock. And to, to your point about a lot of cities discourage it and, and all that, like, I, I'm not a dick about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, like you were saying, like, I don't do a lot of trash. And I actually, and I'm moving around a lot too. That's good. So yeah. I, I'm not a nuisance when I do it. Um, but I do do it and I get away with it. Yeah. And that even sounds bad. Like, I don't get away with it. I, I just, do it and i'm not a dick well and if you and, do it respectfully um, people don't have a problem with it i mean i you know right like like even even on public lands like I, so i worked with both the salida and leadville districts and they have they have, each each district has a recreation manager and then you have you have one one manager for like the entire forest usually is how it works and then you have like these managers underneath them that handle their own districts and so they all kind of work together and they even told me they're like, hell, we don't even care if people are on public land full time. We just we just really want people to move every two weeks or or more or more frequently than two weeks. And so my thing was is I moved every day because I I would go I would hit like last year when before my back issues really uh, and and truck issues this past year were pretty frustrating. But the year prior, I would do anywhere from one to four trails per day that I would that I would run for the Forest Service and just keep an eye on everything, and then. You know, this past year with the way my truck was, with all those issues I had with the engine and everything and all those different repairs. I mean, hell, I, I just went through my spreadsheet from the hours that I did this past season and I did like 330 volunteer hours. And uh, for 48 days, my truck was in the shop over, during trail season. Uh, that's yeah, brutal. That's, like, that's like a month and a half, you know, of me like having zero, no wheels whatsoever, not be able to get back there and do stuff. But it's like, um, but even, even when I, my truck engines were, you know, even when it was giving me problems in between like shop visits and stuff, I would still make sure that I was respectful and moved every day. And that's the biggest advice that I could give somebody, whether you're stealth camping or out in, uh, out on public lands, move around, go from either forest service to BLM to state park to, to back. And you may have to pay for campgrounds in certain areas and that's fine. Give back to public lands. And you know, when you're out there too, if you see trash, just pick it up and and see if you can help out like don't overburden yourself don't don't sit there and 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 wreck your back like i did i mean i'm kind of hindsight's 2020 i was a little bit foolish to do that but it's like you know you can improve your immediate area and if if all of us did that like our group of overlanders or whatever you want to call people that that full-time we wouldn't be frowned upon but i see some people you know it's like the five percent rule the five percent of people that suck that ruin it for everybody else and right. you know you'll see it out there and and so and so has been in the same spot for like two months that's fucking unacceptable period like move you know if you're going to be that lazy then then leave because we don't need that shit out here and all you do is give people like us a bad name you know so um i but going back to your stealth camping dude uh, huge props for doing the wrigleyville and and <laughs> world Series. Like, I, I still think that's the coolest shit ever <laughs> yeah no i know and i, I and, and yet another so i have that write up that i need to do but i i posted a few pics about that and then also, you know, just like having, 
having the rigs the way that we do, we, we really are nimble and able to go anywhere. And there was that time that I went to Standing Rock mm-hmm. and was able to do that whole thing um, as an observer uh, because of having the right pickup truck uh, set up. And, and it just, um, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine life going forward without this kind of like, I, I don't, it, it feels like I have, you know, like, you know, when you're a kid and that one person has like the Swiss army knife that has like the 57 things on it. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, Holy shit. Like that's the best thing ever. Like, I don't think I'd need ever anything ever again. If I had that thing, like I feel that way with this truck is like, I'm just able to like, I've got the MacGyver version of a truck. Mm-hmm. and you know able to handle any situation totally anytime anywhere yeah and it's uh, and it's like, and it's like yeah. it, you know also too but i've found that when i do long trips like when i'm in, when i went to go see my brother in in franklin tennessee and i drove from colorado to, to franklin tennessee it's you know i went to missouri southern missouri and i was so impressed i was like man i'm gonna stay a while like this place is incredible the mark twain national forest is unreal and I thought, well, hell, I have nothing to worry about. I'm, I'm like a, I'm like an Airbnb on wheels, you know, and I can, and then I can go anywhere I want because my truck's capable of, of going on these trails and stuff. And it's just such a freeing way to live. And even if, even if I do get back into a house eventually, you know, it's like I'll never, I'll never abandon truck camping due to the the nature of being able to go anywhere I want and not having to say like, oh, I've got to make it to that destination because that's where my hotel's at. You know, I can just I'm, I get tired. I pull off, and I, that's where I'm at. Like, and, and it's yep. and, it, and it's a great way to to bring you into the now when you travel like that because it's like where you're at is home. You know, like wherever you're at, that's where your house is, and that's where you're going to be hanging out. And it, and it and it breaks down those stereotypes and those and those those perceptions that that we get conditioned to of thinking like you know life has to be so uniform and life has to be so planned out and everything. And this allows you to not be so. Um, beholden to that to that ideal i totally agree i feel like a fucking cowboy right yep. like old school western cowboys <laughs> totally. you know where they're like you know they just pull pull over wherever you know and they lay down their blankie start a campfire and just like keep yep. on going and it's that's the exact way that i feel or you know like you're on a boat you know you get to do the same thing on a boat mm-hmm. and um yeah it's good times and and please please go check out my website yeah and uh and and check out my rig. I'm I'm definitely more than happy to field questions. I did, you know, I posted this on on the Facebook group, um, the the pickup truck camping one, uh-huh. and I uh, was hoping that people would ask questions on it. But I know I I did it late and whatever. Yeah. Um, but if people have questions um, about how I did my thing, um, you know, go ahead and you can either email me at coleman road journal at gmail.com um or you can you can hit me up on facebook um the same name and uh when you get on that facebook group yeah you've also got that you got the ability on your website i I was looking at it just right before we hopped on the call here and and you've got it to where people can comment on your on your site itself yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i set that up and I'm, i'm still figuring out all the the website stuff um mm-hmm. and hopefully i'll per- improve the uh the interaction but yeah i do have uh, comments enabled um so please please hit me up there as well cool man well i say i, I say that we got an episode in the can here uh we're getting close to the file size limit so we gotta wrap this up but but i uh 
that I'm glad that we touched on all these different topics and um, looking forward to to kind of expanding more on it. And then also too, that I can't wait to see your post about the Wrigleyville camp. And I I, I just think that's I, like that's like Jedi warrior shit, you know. So I, that, right. that's like it, that's like next it was level, magic. dude. It was that's so cool. That's just so fucking rad. Like like people will think that that what I do, they're like, oh, it's so rad that you can go back in these trailheads and you get back in the middle of nowhere and there's no one around. I'm like, yeah, but try doing try doing what my buddy did. He went to Wrigleyville during the World Series when the Cubs were playing and. I was like, that's just killer. So thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah. No, and I got the documentation to prove it. Uh, <laughs> that's so it rad. Definitely, definitely a good time. All right, um, cool. And they fucking won. They won the series. That's true, man. The, uh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the curse of the goat is gone or whatever it was. Or, or Bambino, I, or, I know. I know. Uh, it's too bad we didn't uh, get very far this year, but uh, that's all right. I was there when we did. Yeah, that's cool, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Well, have fun in, in Netherland. And uh, you say you're going to be there about a week? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be back in back in Gunny probably next weekend. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, like 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 we've been talking, I get to uh, write my own ticket, you know, with uh, having the truck the way it is. That's right, man. And, uh, Flexibility yeah, is key. We'll, we'll, we'll be in touch and, and looking forward to hearing back from, from the audience and uh, – and uh all that shit cool man all right well safe safe drive on into uh netherland and um uh hit me up if you know if anything comes up and then if your friend if you get a couple drinks to him and he wants to talk about uh the stuff you know, like his endeavors i think i'm sure the audience would be stoked to hear about it no doubt yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll see what uh we'll see what uh, uncle craigie can can muster up <laughs> all right dude all right man all right i'll talk to you later Later. Not see it.